Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode on the Thoughts with Grace podcast. First of all, I want to send my apologies because I had missed an episode last week, and this is because I was struggling with some things in my personal and work life, so I took some time away just to be quiet and be on my own and do what I needed to do, which is why I have named this episode as stagnant or stable moments. I use the word stagnant and not quiet because I felt that nothing exciting or passionate was really happening, yet there was nothing really bad going on either. So I just felt stagnant. And it's funny because recently I wrote a post on stillness and you can go check it out on my blog at thegracechung.com under the Thoughts with Grace blog. But I found myself in a very different state. So I wrote that blog post because I had certain things that I wanted to talk about stillness and how not to run ahead of things. But at the same time, internally, I felt that it was not about being still. Rather, I was pondering about how I could move on with my daily life when nothing good nor bad seems to be happening. So my question is, do you guys ever feel the same way too? Do you have those moments as well? Because I do. I guess I was so used to having moving like I was just used to moving forward to the next thing and moving at a really fast pace and so sometimes I struggle with moments where I'm in a you know open and close quote uh, stable state and somehow I don't know if that is a good or bad thing and I do question if I am truly content with my life so we're not going to go into the whole topic of contentment but I was reminded of the concept of scarcity. So when you're in a state of scarcity, one might be more driven or motivated to do something or to do anything so that you can escape that particular state, which is you don't want to remain in the state of scarcity. And I wonder if that's true of being in a state of abundance as well. And maybe I need further clarity and education on that because... When I think about being in a state of abundance, it means that I have a lot of everything and I'm always reminded that too much of anything is is not healthy. So perhaps there might be some sort of downside to being in a state of abundance, but but what about just being in a state where it is just enough? Would that be considered a state of balance and Are there any benefits or even costs to being in a state of balance? And if there is only benefits to being in a very stable state and being in a very balanced state, why is it that everyone seems to still strive to achieve balance and if there are costs to it as well? So maybe I feel this way and it might seem a little philosophical. So I I don't know if you're following me through this. Even I'm trying to figure it out. but. Maybe I've not been in such a state before and I don't think I have achieved the highest level of balance or stability in any part of my life. I still have constant worries or goals that I want to achieve, but I realize that those things do take time and I have put in plan 
um, for those things to to happen eventually, but they are dependent on time. So I'm just gonna let it play out when the time comes. And I struggle with the idea of being stagnant versus stability because whenever others ask me, you know, oh, how have you been or what have you been up to, it maybe this is just me, but it seems as though people just want to hear something either really good or really bad. And because when you're you're on both extremes, there is just more motivation, you know, to talk about it and you can go into like a debate or you can talk further about it. But I find myself responding with, good, good, everything's going well, but I haven't been doing much lately, just staying home, relaxing, doing nothing. And when you respond such a way, I find that it's difficult for a conversation to continue because then you have to switch to a different topic. But in reality, that's exactly what I've been doing. And that doesn't mean that my life is boring or that I have nothing to do. It's just probably not as exciting as people might want to perceive it or because of my history or social media postings or even my personality. So a lot of times I might assume that whenever people ask me how am I doing, it's usually because they they know there's some tea or something exciting or something new that's happening. Um, And sometimes I find myself having to think deeper on okay is there anything exciting is there anything I can share um and yeah so it's it's tough and I personally don't think I have achieved that ultimate state of stability as per my own definition but at the same time I'm not unhappy with life I'm happy with everything I have the plans I have for myself and also I'm grateful for how far I've progressed from a decade ago And so I don't consider myself as stable, but rather stagnant because I'm still, you know, working towards certain things. And to put it in a positive way, I guess you could say I am in a state of stillness, but somehow I think it's, 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 it's a imagery issue because I think the difference would be that when you say you're in stagnation, it kind of has a negative tone to it. So when you think of water stagnating, right, the image that comes to your mind is something's murky, probably some algae growing on it. There's really no movement. It doesn't have it doesn't paint a beautiful picture. But when you think about still water, the image that comes to my mind is like moonlight reflecting into the water, fish swimming under beautifully. You know, everything just looks so pretty and flowing to streams like it's just still but so beautiful. And if I were to parallel it to my life, I find that it is a little contradictory and it might be quite untrue because I find that I am stagnant, but it doesn't mean that my life looks horrible. I do feel that there will be times when you will be in that state of stagnation, but it means it could also mean that you have a pipeline of things to look forward to. It's just that it's not happening right now. And you may not be entirely still at the same time, because you want to still achieve those things in your pipeline. So it's not like you have reached this state of, um, I don't know, enlightenment or nirvana. Um, I think it's just there are things that you can look forward to. It's just not happening right now, but it's not like your life is bad. And perhaps you're just waiting for those things to play out and it's good time. So to talk further about about this, I think that's why I'm always very conscious about 
learning how to be grateful because when I'm in this very questionable state, um, I, I think about, okay, how do I get myself out of this particular state? And I learn how to be grateful and take time to participate in purposeful thinking because I find that the more you encourage that, your mindset shifts to a more positive outlook. And perhaps you might end up not thinking about what areas you are scarce in, but rather you will start looking at your life as, okay, what are some opportunities that I can fill it with? And it's less about going to look for what you lack, but to reflect on your blessings, looking for areas you like to pursue because you perhaps, you know, enjoy them or you want to learn something new and plan how you like to do them also in the very short life that we all have. So I've come to discover that when you look at life from a state of lack, you are less likely to be excellent in your daily life. It could be work-related. It could be personal-related. You just would not participate in being excellent. And you're also more likely to complain about your situation and more or less you might end up in self-pity. But if you were to start with gratefulness, you are more likely to look for opportunities of growth and you're going to find ways to help you do more with life. And so to cut short this whole little rant of mine, my challenge for you today is going to be two things. So the first thing is list down things that you're grateful for, no matter how small, over the past month. And I encourage to do this on a monthly basis because you'll find that many things can happen in a short span of time. And I know one month might not seem like it's very short, but if you were to If you want to shorten it to like a weekly gratefulness journal that you do, I think that's great too. But I think a month gives you enough time to think really deeply about what has happened in your life and what great things have been happening. Because unfortunately, some things take time to happen and they don't happen in like a week or a couple of days. So that's the first thing. List down things you're grateful for, no matter how small, over the past month. The second thing is, think about what you've always wanted to do, okay? It could be anything. Perhaps it's to learn how to play the violin or to paint or knit or do pottery or take a certificate in a professional skill that you probably don't have and set a timeline for yourself to achieve that one thing, okay? Plan out how you want to pursue that thing and then actually do it. I suggest picking just one thing so that you can stay fully committed to it. And when you've done it, it's also a great win for you. And of course, when you collect more wins, you're more um, motivated and you're going to be able to do more other things as well. And even if nothing is happening at this moment, but you have it in your pipeline to do it, know that when things start moving, it's going to be a fun and exciting and rewarding experience. So even though now it might not be the time yet, but it's going to happen. So I don't know if this episode has been a little bit of a roller coaster ride for you. I think writing this episode out for me was pretty um, chaotic I would say but I have those moments and I have a lot of question marks in my head as well even as I'm recording this but 
I just want to thank you all again for listening to my podcast. And I do hope that the episodes resonate with some of you around the world. I strive to share about my personal feelings and situations because I do believe that many others feel the same way, but maybe you don't have the avenue to share or maybe you don't feel comfortable talking about it. So I do hope that this sends you love wherever you are and I hope that you will take life slowly and be gentle with yourself as we embark on this one life that we have. So see you on my next episode and please let me know also what type of topics you'd like to hear more about. Head over to my website at thegracechong.com and you spell Chong as C-H-E-O-N-G and connect with me. Ciao, ciao.